Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now by the way eddie how the hell have you been man yeah how have you been oh my god i've been splendid i've been busy extremely busy but i've been splendid Ooh. We that, look splendid. Yeah, splendid. Mm-hmm. It, it just sprinkle a little, and it's a good substitute for sugar. No, no, no artificial sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just you're just out there living your best life? Living my best life. I've been busy with podcasts and podcasting and being a podcaster for a change. It's yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah, bloody bits. Fun being on the uh, the other end of the podcast guest spectrum, isn't it? <laughs> oh man, my schedule is. Whew crazy <laughs> all right well on that note we'll uh we'll get right to it <clears throat> yeah thank you for your patience yeah sorry about no that. anytime anytime uh new laptop coming all right everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy with a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies it's time to get busy with your friend steven Lizzie. okay check it please a photographer with an eye for beauty. Okay, great. Let's do one more. <laughs> nice looking lady. Your wife? Yes. Why'd you ask? A man of wealth who lives through books. Charles knows everything. Got a question to ask him. I seem to retain all these facts, but putting them to any useful purpose is another matter. Each the essence of the civilized man. Well, Charles, we're going on an impromptu adventure. You come too. All that money, never knowing what people value you for. And I think your wife's pretty cute too. So, how are you planning to kill me? Hold on! But when civilization disappears... Why do we even think they'll come looking for us? Our friend's a billionaire. You know what happens when you misplace one? All they have is each other to rely on. Most people lost in the wilds, they die of shame because they didn't do the one thing which would have saved their lives. Thinking their will to survive and the question why would i want to kill you charles why would i want to do that for my wife of where the greatest danger lies you saved my life well i couldn't kill you with steven around i'd have to kill him too and he's the only one that knows how i like my coffee What are we going to do, Charles? What, am I supposed to have a plan? Rich man, all anybody wants takes something from you when they want it bad enough to kill you. You and my wife, I've seen you with her. 20th Century Fox presents Academy Award winner Anthony Hopkins. You want to die out here, huh? Alec Baldwin. Moneyed folk, sit up there, drink some golf, but get you in an emergency. And you bloom. You make me sick. I'm sure I do. Somewhere between the law of the wild 
and the nature of man lies the edge. I'm not gonna die. It's today. I'm gonna kill the mother. Yeah. yeah. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, uh, we are kicking off October. Yeah. Yes, an entire month dedicated to incredible bear horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> but Steve, you've already done Grizzly, the greatest of them all. Yeah, it is pretty good. there's so many more. There are. In fact, with this one, we might be living on the edge. Yeah, 1997's <laughs> The Edge. Woo! Uh, but of course, because we're living on the edge, we're not alone for this one. <gasps> oh no, should I put on some pants? Uh, nah, no, no problem there. Cause uh, if you're gonna be on the edge, you're gonna be on the edge of the axe. Yes, Eddie the Axe joins us <laughs> once again from the Bloody uh, Bits podcast. Welcome. Yeah, God, thank you for having me, guys. This is man, October. I'm so happy to be here with you. I mean, come on, you can't talk horror without talking bloody bits, and there's some bloody bits in this movie. Let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, I had forgotten about a couple things in this movie. Yeah. I'm so glad I watched it again. <laughs> this movie holds up. Yeah, yeah, it does. Man, it does. Man, before we really get into it, I feel like I've been out in the wilderness for a while. I'm a little parched. Oh, man, you better hydrate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need out. to get a cup. Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're not going to do the pour? We can share it. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, okay, let me go grab a cup. Let me just okay. grab a cup. Sorry. No worries, no worries. It's hard to find a cup when you're out in the wilderness. You kind of got to like make do with what you can. Maybe yeah, you get some bark. Hey, be sure you don't just want to like cup your hands like this. And... <laughs> well, if you but cup your hands sure together around ice, I mean, I got two of them right here. <laughs> Let's get a little lick. 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 All right. All right. Yeah, so let's pop that top. Yeah, I got from uh, from Shades Brewing here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, this one, ooh, it's a nice blood red and black can. Woo! Uh, it's their premium lager. Yeah. yeah a little lager, like in the Alaskan wilderness. Woo! Just chopping that wood. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't have it on here. Probably 4 or 5%. It's typically what a lager would be. Yeah. Um, but allow me one moment while I pop my top. Oop, get down over there. Nice. And the poor. Oh, that's yeah. a beautiful clear bear. Wow, that is very clear. Lots of foamy white head. <laughs> yeah, you can like read a book through this. Yeah, it's like really light, uh, light straw color. Nice, nice. Super light aroma, just a little bit of a green apple aroma on it, which would be acceptable for this type. style of beer. So yeah. he's in for the sip. Yeah, not bad at all. Just very... This is like one of them, uh, what they call the lawnmower kind of beers. Uh, like, yeah, just drinking all day beer. Very mild, but it's like beyond cyberspace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, this guy gets it. We're just gonna call this beer Job. <laughs> How about you, Eddie? Are you drinking anything? Yeah, I am actually. So I just finished a Stone Buena Vaza, uh, which Ooh. is their salt and lime lager. It's a four point seven alcohol by volume uh, uh, cerveza style lager. And then after that, I'm going to be cracking into a just oh, standard top. Modelo Especial Ooh. in Mexico. I love Modelo. We do, too. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and the Negro Modelo, so good. Ooh. Ooh. Negro Modelo, yeah. Forget about it. I always but, get the, the regular, though, because my wife likes the uh, micheladas. Oh, hmm. yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. 
<laughs> Judging. Just a good, solid beer. Yes. What can I say? Those German Mexican immigrants make some great beer. But why would there be Germans in Mexico? Don't worry oh, never about mind. it. Never mind. <laughs> well, one of my favorite Mexican dishes is uh, tacos al pastor. Which yeah. Oh, uh, that's actually from the Lebanese. Exactly. Lebanese immigrants brought it over there and cooked it on the rotisserie. I made yeah. some. I bought a rotisserie. And <gasps> damn, is it good. Oh, uh, the best tacos we ever had in our life. Yeah. We're uh, on when, for Steve's grandmother's 80, 80th birthday. We took her on a cruise to Mexico, and we did a beer tasting and taco tasting tour. And we stopped in very literally a hole in the wall, yeah. like yep. like a like a ramshackled shack on the side of the road. Our tour guide was like, "Here, this is where we stop." <laughs> and yeah, it was just yeah, like a, a wooden shack with a spit in the middle, and they were just slicing meat off. Oh, so good. And of course, Eddie's honed his axe skills down to just shave it off every mm. single time. What? Oh, what? Absolutely. <laughs> Steve, we need a rotisserie. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'll work if I might want to recommend a rotisserie, you can go get the Emerald Lagasse's Power 360 air fryer rotisserie convection oven tabletop thingy. I picked one up. They're like 120 bucks. Do <gasps> they work? So good. Wait, wait. So, so I could make El Pastor and air fry like some <laughs> yeah. fried raviolis? Yes. Go around the world in one meal? Bam. 100%. All right. Sold. Damn sold, it. sold, 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 sold. <laughs> I, th- I thought we were going to be able to save some money, but you keep pulling us right in. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, okay. Uh, 1997's The Edge uh, from director Lee Tamahori. Who's he, Steve? Well, this is the fourth movie of his we've done on the podcast <laughs> now, um, which is weird because he makes great movies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's done, of course, Once We're Soldiers, Mulholland Falls, This, Along Came a Spider, Die Another Day, which we've had on the podcast, Triple X, State of the Union, Next, and The Devil's Double, which apparently only I have seen. Uh, Here's the weird one. Written by David Mamet. Yeah, who's he, Steve? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Well, he's the writer of About Last Night, The Untouchables, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Hoffa, this, Wag the Dog, Ronin, Hannibal, he's the creator of the TV series The Unit, um, I think the latest big thing I remember is he did uh, the Phil Spector movie that was on HBO with uh, Al Pacino as Phil Spector. Yeah! yeah. Insanely like, talented. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, like one of the best, oh man. <laughs> Insanely talented. Indeed, and of course, speaking of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Alec Baldwin joins us for this movie. Yeah! <laughs> as Bob. Yeah, Bob Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay with me, Bob. And and I think the the first third or whatever of this movie, he's basically the guy from Glengarry Glenn Ross, just <laughs> New Yorker, just in everybody's shit. I don't know. I mean, at least they picked the right Baldwin for this movie. Can you imagine if it was Steven? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> and instead of Anthony Hopkins, it's Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, I can imagine it. I've, I've seen those kind of movies. <laughs> just Billy Baldwin and... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. But instead, it's Sir Anthony Hopkins as Woo! Charlie Morse. Uh, we have Ella McPherson as Girlie McGirl Girl, uh, much, <laughs> much like her role in Batman and Robin. Uh, let's see, who else is in this? Harold Perrineau as Stephen, poor guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, babe, LQ Jones is in this movie as Styles. Who's he, Steve? Well, he directed your mom's favorite movie of all time, <gasps> A Boy and His Dog. Yeah! <laughs> But yeah, he uh, he shows up as the uh, the cabin owner guy. Styles apparently is his name, though I must have missed that in the movie. Uh, 
But guys, the real star of this movie, Bart the Bear. Yes. Yeah! Bart the Bear. Bart the Man. Bear Sr., in fact. <laughs> Bart the Bear, you may know from great movies such as <clears throat> Clan of the Cave Bear, Benji the Hunted, The Great Outdoors, The Bear, of course, uh, White Fang, Homeward Bound, On Deadly Ground, Legends of the Fall, Twelve Monkeys, Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. Wait, there was a bear in that? Yeah. Uh, this, and then his final feature was, of course, Meet the Deedles. I mean, there's a fair number of bears in San Francisco. That's not that surprising. I know. We used to live there, Steve. You lived in the Presidio. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Go over to the Castro. There's bears all over the place. <laughs> hit the Tenderloin. You're, yeah, you're buy, bears everywhere. Buy me beer. Yeah. Wait, what? I mean, you know, just bears all over the Tender Knob. Yeah. <laughs> the most aptly named neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> the tenderest of knobs. <laughs> So this movie, all right. Oh, yeah. We start out arriving in Alaska by plane. Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins uh, kind of shows up, starts talking with the mechanic, and has an awkward talk where, uh, I swear it was like the guy from Long Kiss Goodnight, but... It, it, yeah, the guy's like, man, I'd really like to get my hands on her. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah. there's a beautiful woman posing in front of the plane, Anthony Hopkins is like, oh yeah, what would you do with her? Well, fly her, of course, she's a plane! <laughs> so, like, well, yeah, duh. <laughs> I love this mechanic too. By the way, he's like, "Look, man, can you get that bitch out of the way? I'm looking at this plane yeah. <laughs> down in front." Sure, uh, let me let me just call my wife over. Oh, uh, Mr. Billionaire, can you please sign this? Wait, you're that billionaire? Yeah, it's my plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? 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 It's like, no, no, I just fly the thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently this uh, billionaire uh, Charlie Morris, uh, he's there with his. Uh, it, granddaughter slash wife i guess no uh it's well i mean anthony hopkins i mean he's a good looking dude he's also late 60s in Mm -hmm. in, in 97 i don't know he might eat you oh yeah but yeah ellen mcpherson's the the bride and of course alec baldwin's the photographer that they brought along for a shoot in the alaskan wilderness because like a 36 hour trip they're doing i'm like all right cool whatever rich people stuff you know must be nice <laughs> i guess yeah live the dream when you can yeah so then they uh they show up at styles's cabin uh you know he's you know lq jones like the rustic dude with like the you know big mustache snow white hair just what would you expect an alaskan wilder wilderman to be yeah um and we find out very very quickly that uh charles uh, he basically knows everything like he's constantly reading books just just a wealth of knowledge in that incredible noggin of his we would call him like on the spectrum these days right we call him a dork ass <laughs> like we'd pants him we'd stuff him into a locker no 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 that was like like 20 oh god i gotta say it's 20 years ago in the 90s so long ago okay we call him but, elon musk nowadays yeah, yeah. Uh, billionaires that's what we call him guys <laughs> but, <laughs> but did, did we ever find out like how he got his billions like what industry he was in or whatever he had a company sold the company we don't yeah. talk yeah, about it was it. by being uh, old and white uh, <laughs> god damn do. it my parents are old and white we ain't got no white privilege <laughs> but babe how white are they I mean, my dad drives a Miata. 
Well, no, it's a '90s Miata, and apparently, according to the pictures on Facebook today, he it's full of like seven tires. I... <laughs> just pop wow. the roof down and loaded tires on the back to drive it home. Well, you always have to have a spare. So there you go. <laughs> I was sure I could see if that's like. The most apt description of my father ever. <laughs> Bought a sports car, fills it full of used tires. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Todd. Yeah, so so we get a lot of things. Like, uh, you know, he talks about knowing, like, a, about a rabbit smoking a pipe on an oar and it being a local legend and everything. Everyone's like, well, that's pretty impressive. Like, eh, you know, I read. Uh, yeah, because the lodge keeper is like trying to nut check him, and he's like, "Look, what's on the back of the oar? Five dollars." He's like, "Yeah, it's a rabbit." Because the rabbit, uh, they they always paint the the predator with the prey, and the reason that the rabbit is smoking a pipe is because he's smarter than the prey, so he can just chill and like smoke a pipe. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's what people do. We know we can outsmart bears. So we sit around and smoke. That's a very Bugs Bunny thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> On the other side, it's a, a hunter with a with a speech impediment. Yeah, it's Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Steve, is that why there's been so many wildfires around here? Is our local bunny just smoking pipes and leaving them out in the dry grass? Oh shit, that would explain it. <laughs> it makes so much Damn sense. arson bunnies. <laughs> God damn it! We have an infestation of arson bunnies. <laughs> Those wascally wabbits. Well, speaking speaking of infestation, up there in Alaska, they got. A bear problem, yeah, that's why we're here, everybody. Bears. You gotta lock up them doors and keep all the food out, out, you know, protected, like, under guard and lock and key, I don't know. But like, anyway, so, it's been a very long time since I've seen this movie, I was sort of thinking, like, am I confusing this maybe with another movie, and are they gonna, like, talk about bears the whole time, and the bears are gonna be, like, some sort of stupid metaphor, and there's gonna be no actual bears in this movie, and Steve's just jerking us around? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, there are some movies where I know that's a thing, but I totally <laughs> didn't pick them for this month. <laughs> stay, stay tuned later this month. You may have bears in space. Uh, <laughs> oh, thankfully. But uh, we also find out Charles is uh, he's a little suspicious of uh, his wife and uh, Alec Baldwin's relation, or I'm sorry, Bob's relationship. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple couple glances, uh, some firm open mm. palm slap on the behind. You know, a yeah. l- little bit of that action. And uh, so yeah, so the, like middle of the night, apparently he's having a craving for a sandwich. Oh well, no, no, she that's, is. that's right. The she wife. is. Yeah, that's right. She wants. Yeah, a like going to bed, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm El McPherson. I've never eaten more than four grapes for a meal. Can you go downstairs and just like whip me up a, a club?" Like, what? You're yeah. going to bed, bitch? What the fuck are you talking about? You were going to uh, have an upset tummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, he goes downstairs, goes to a little kitchen area, starts, you know, getting the bread out, cheese, mayo, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I, I way, assume it's just bologna and mayo. No, he slices, like, the best looking tomato I've seen in a long ass time. Oh, God, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I can't get that kind of tomato when we were in California where that you can, like, <laughs> grow them, much less, like, the middle of the Alaskan wilderness. Billionaire, man. Right? Yeah. God damn. That is white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a perfect tomato. Getting a decent tomato in America? Forget it. Oh, my God. Unless you grow it yourself. You're boned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you hear something. There's a little, little wind and... Turns around and shit, the door's open. 
On the kitchen? Oh, in the kitchen. And some asshole left an entire ham out. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> is that about? <laughs> They're like, don't leave the food out, but there's a whole ham out, and then the door's open. Like, what the fuck? Yep, so uh, Charlie's on guard. <gasps> Probably bear around here, and of course he's in the dark with like a little lantern that lights apparently four feet in any direction. Yep. And so you gotta close the door, check around, you hear any noises? He hears some shuffling. Coming from the lodge. He gently opens the door. <laughs> he died. Yep. yep. The and murder that's plot. That's the works. end of the movie. So, guys, what did you learn from the movie? <laughs> I learned David leave. Mamet used to dabble in shorts. It was pretty. Wait, hold on a second. Nope. Oh, he oh, dabbles in his shorts. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I think, I think our hero dabbled in his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Anthony Hopkins goes full squid mode and just starts exploding out of his back end. But we find out it's Bob running around mm. in a goddamn bear rug. Yeah, just wearing that rug. Because asshole. But so, then, oh, it's a surprise party. Happy oh, birthday, Charlie. Because obviously Anthony Hopkins is the kind of guy who loves surprise parties. Yeah. He's not the kind of person that was about ready to stab Bob in the chest with the knife. If there's been a gun in that kitchen, dirt. Bob would have been shot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to give him a fucking heart attack. Like, what are you doing? Right? Uh, this is the first attempt on his life. No, wait. <laughs> Spoiler. All right, so dun, dun, dun. I couldn't figure this out. Who, who is Bob to Anthony Hopkins? I know he's like an employee. Uh, so it's like Bobby. The- is the photographer who is working with Anthony Hopkins' character's wife, who is a model. Okay, that that's what I thought, but then it was sort of like, do, is he also like a business manager or something? Or not a business manager, but like a business associate? Cause, I don't know. Th- things get convoluted later. Yeah, well, th- there are some issues that come up with the story later. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, from what I understand, it's basically... He like Charlie's kind of well, obviously paying for everything, but just kind of tagging along on a photo shoot, and it, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you you guys go do that. I'll chill at the cabin because well, only for like thirty six hours or whatever. Too, he's right? paying for it. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. But it must be nice. Is all I can think. Uh, but yeah, so this birthday party, uh, some gifts are given out. Uh, Charlie gets a locket from his wife, and of course it says, you know, no, like it's not a locket; it's a pocket watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it, yeah, it's engraved. Yeah, engraved by the wife. Oh, you're the to the greatest man in the world, from the luckiest woman, wife in the world, or some some shit like that. Yeah, I'm over the moon for you. Yeah, like, and he also gets a knife. Yeah, yeah. That might play later. <laughs> the knife is from Bob Alec Baldwin. Yeah, thanks, buddy. To, to my and it's like engraved with like to my old friend. <laughs> Was it warmest regards? Right. <laughs> <laughs> to whom it may concern. Yeah. <laughs> so the next morning we go to, uh, oh my God, there's like a Pocahontas photo shoot going on where Elle McPherson's dressed like, you know, a little squaw. And, uh, it's a um, very sensitive portrayal. No. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's Sports Illustrated. What, what can I say? Yeah. I, I've seen rough. worse. <laughs> oh, Cher's made worse videos. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know. And of course, Charlie's watching, and I don't know the uh, Bob. Bob and his wife are a little, little too kissy, kissy. You know, 
And then, uh, oh yeah, make love to the camera like we did. I mean, you know, <laughs> like the way you do. Ooh. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Charlie's just uh, shooting the shit with Styles. You know, having a little morning coffee or whatever. Um, it's where we find out nothing tastes quite like man flesh. Once once a bear is eating a man, he becomes a man yeah. a man killer. After a couple of minutes of that, then all of a sudden Styles is like, "Yeah, you like it out here, right? Yes, yes, it's very nice, very natural." <laughs> well, for just like fifteen or twenty million dollars, I could really turn this place into an exotic resort, and you would have full ownership. And of course, uh, Charlie just like walks away. He's like, "What?" I thought Shit. you just wanted to have coffee. Goodbye yeah. forever. Until next time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just another uh, guy who wants part of my fortune. Peace. Yeah. Oh, everywhere I go, people just want to talk about my millions of dollars. Oh, Can't I just b- billions, enjoy Billions, babe. You got to pronounce it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't go to billionaire's college to be called millionaire. <laughs> uh, now we got fucking trillionaires. You know what? Whatever. Eat the rich. <laughs> Eat them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need more bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weaponize so, uh, the bears. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> feed the bears, the rich. Uh, Ooh, I got it! All right, every year we have a race. We we race the ten richest people in the world. They have to outrun a bear. <laughs> whoever wins gets a uh, half of whoever gets eaten's uh, winnings. The other half goes into you know like social security or something. I love it. It's like the Running Man with a bear. Yeah, perfect. Maybe lions too, like bears and lions. Yeah, it's been a while since we fed people to lions. I'd get behind that. I know, and they're an endangered species, so you know it would highlight them and people could donate to their funds. Guys, I think we're writing the plot to Money Plane 2 right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, have you seen Money Plane yet? Yes, I have. Excellent. Uh, movie. That movie is so much better than it has any right to be. <laughs> it really is, yeah. Yeah. Uh Kelsey Grammer, man. (laughs) Friend of the podcast, Thomas Jane shows up for like five minutes. He's great. So good. Love Thomas Jane. (laughs) Uh, But uh, anyway, back in Alaska. (laughs) All right. Uh, Bob, he he's like, oh man, this 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 whole shoot just isn't working. Ah, wait. Didn't I see a picture of a Nanook of the North or whatever earlier? Yeah, I need we should, a. We I should go to, talk to him. Need him as a model. It'd be great to have him here with Elle McPherson. They would, they they would totally have chemistry on camera, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So stupid fucking plan, but it's like, all right, cool. We'll go check him out. Yeah, where's he at? Oh, he's about sixty miles north of here. Um, you know, yeah, is it Big Bass Lake? Yeah. Like, cool. I thought he was at Big Bear Lake. That that's where he. Oh, that's where yeah, he's gonna yeah, be going. His homestead okay, at the tra- at Big uh, Bass, Bass Lake. Lake. Yeah, yeah. Big Bear's down here in California. Big Bass. That's up in Alaska. Yeah, Bass the size of bear. Oh shit! I think those are sturgeons. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but they go up to his hut, uh, or you know his his home or whatever he's got up there. Um, and he's got a little note on the door that says, "Hey, gone bear hunting. Be back whenever. <laughs> gone fishing." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, where would you have gone uh, uh, hunting or whatever?" Like, "Oh, probably about twenty miles north of here." Oh, come on, we should uh, totally go check it out. Um, and this is where we're introduced to the concept of a deadfall. Yeah, uh, Eddie, what's a bear? A uh, deadfall? 
Well, a deadfall is like when you dig half of a well and you put punja sticks in it, which are sharpened kind of spears that point up at a 45-degree angle. So if any kind of a thing falls into it, they get really fucked up, and it's not cool. Yeah. kind of sucks. <laughs> it's not just a 1993 movie starring Nicolas Cage and Michael B. No, no. <laughs> Sam fucking fucking Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so they go looking for him. And uh, basically, this is where Charlie's like talking to Bob. And Bob, I mean, Bob's kind of like, yeah, you got, that's a nice wife you got there, buddy. He's like, yep, yeah, I know. So uh, how, are you gonna, how are you looking to kill me? Ooh. Hello, hello. 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 There we are. Okay. Hey. Sorry about that. So, no problem. Where did we leave off yeah. then? Let's see. We had the surprise party. Went to Big Bass Lake. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's we right. Talked about the deadfall. Yeah, they were head. They just crashed into the lake. <laughs> Sploosh. Yeah, yeah. Birdemic made him splash into the lake, um, and uh, yeah. basically the pilot's like dead as dead. Uh, but they, uh, Bob and Charlie, they save Steve. Uh, you know the token mm-hmm, black guy. Mm-hmm. Not using the knife that he got as a gift. He cuts him free and he loses the book. It sinks. Lost in the woods. The book sinks to the bottom of the lake. Oh, no. no, Uh, no. I don't know about you guys. I was having flashbacks to uh, Hatchet, the movie. Or not the movie, the uh, the, the book. I love that. I don't know if you read that book. Yeah. Yeah, no, a young Axe did read Hatchet. (laughs) Yeah. A young Eddie the Hatchet once for it. (laughs) Well, I wasn't the axe until I, I grew up, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so yeah, so they get to the shore, and of course, they've been in the lake, so they're fucking freezing. Uh, so they got to start a fire, and there's like, I don't know, eight or nine matches, but you know, they the first one doesn't work, so they immediately go for a flare. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, why would you do this? Like, ah, uh, yeah, okay. Maybe they don't know, but yeah, but it's like we got the other two flares. We'll be well. They're fine. showing us Bob's character trait, right? Which is that he's very brash and he's very like, you know what? Fuck it. We we have what we need. Yep. Well, and the best part is uh, once they get the fire started and everything, it's like I don't know the, the next morning or whatever after they uh, they warm up and like, well, what, what's the plan? Are we gonna die out here? And of course, uh, Charlie's like. No, no, no. Uh, worst case, we just have to wait out here a couple days. Uh, they'll they'll know where we are because uh, they know what have come for it, and they know we come to find him twenty miles north. And it'll be great because there's that note on the door. And Bob's like, "Oh, you mean this note here in my pocket? The one that I took." Why would it? he take the note? I don't know. Uh, Bob. <laughs> but fucking Bob. Yep. Yep. Fucking Bob. So, uh, Eddie. Do you know why most uh, lost people uh, die in the forest? Yeah, I do. Actually, I uh, so I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I grew up in the remotest of remote-ass places. Uh, the only county in America that still, to this day, does not have a stoplight. Ooh. And that is true. Uh, so I went through wilderness survival training. Like, I had a weird, like, survivalist family. And I can tell you definitively... That the reason that most people die in the wilderness is shame. Oh, I see. <laughs> huh. uh, they just they they just keep dwelling on the mistakes they made in the past and just rot away there in the wilderness. 
Yeah, that's exactly why most people die. It's not because they, you know, fail to create like a decent shelter for themselves and then succumb to the elements. It's shame. They get embarrassed today. Yeah, it's not, it's not exposure. It's not starvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, Charlie, uh, Charlie has a plan. He's gonna he's gonna make a compass. But ah, oh, man, if only I could MacGyver a compass at it. Wait, I have this leaf. There's this incredibly convenient stump with a little pool of water in it. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> well, first though, but, but first though, importantly, he tries to look at his pocket watch because if you, and this is actually true, if you point the hour hand of your watch to the sun, then you can figure out where north is relative to that because of the way that a sundial works. And, but his pocket watch doesn't work, so he goes to Bob and he says, Hey, Bob, can I see your watch? And Bob's like, ah, no, my watch that I was bragging about, it's its dead. It doesn't work. I don't even want you to see it, actually. Huh. huh. Interesting. Hmm. Well, luckily I can make one out of this uh, stump, a leaf, and a magnetized paperclip that I have in my pocket. Yeah. So many easier ways to figure out north. <laughs> yeah, there's like the, 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 the moss, moss on the trees. On yeah. Tree. yeah. Yep, yep. When, whatever you find a place that's covered in shade or... The sun rises to the east and sets to the west. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was the best part when he, like, did a thing and Alec Baldwin's, like, looking at the sun and, like, the, the path the sun's taking. He's like, I, I, that doesn't seem like south to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's character is like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, and so at this moment in the film, this is when I was like, wait a minute. I think I remember seeing this movie. Because first I was like, I don't remember any of this shit. Elle McPherson, all this stuff, but then the idiot putting the the uh, paper clip on the leaf and magnetizing it. I'm like, oh, I remember, I saw this before. Okay, we're good to go. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they basically have a plan. Like, yeah, we're gonna head. Uh, you know, it's twenty miles south back to. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna keep calling him Nanook, but because I don't think he had a name. Uh, <laughs> back back to the the original right. destination, and then like, oh yeah, then the the bear hunter guy will help us. Uh, well, the idea is that if they can get past the mountain range uh, to the south then the any rescue party that was looking for them would be easier for them to, to find them because they could make a fire and they would see the smoke. Why would they go past the mountain range? Who who would dare to dream that they went past the mountain range? Yeah. Because they planned on landing at the cabin. Why would they go over the mountain range? Yeah, there was no point. There's no point, right? Right, yeah. right. Unless you had the note that says, hey, we're, I'm going over the mountain range. <laughs> Yeah, they they they're like walking around. They about get to the peak. Uh, you know, Bob and Charlie are like still having the conversation about the wife or whatever. Um, and you know, uh, Bob's just like busting his balls. Like, well, no, man, this, I, I'm a photographer. You're you're a billionaire. Why? What would she want with me? Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, this shit hit close to home. Yeah. I'm like, look, man, I got a younger wife. Like, why don't we just shut up about this whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> but then... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? Guys, did you hear that? <laughs> it sounds It sounds like there's a uh, some sort of an animal with a lung infection. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, the, the, the no, beer no is problem. getting a little flame in the back of the throat. But, uh... But yeah, they see a grizzly. <laughs> and so they see a brown bear. 
Well, they see a brown bear. Oh, um, yeah. It's not, true. it's not really a grizzly. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, like, oh, and I love this bear. <laughs> uh, Eddie, it's October. Let's just call it a grizzly. All right. We'll call it a grizzly. <laughs> it's in my top, like, three of bear actors. <laughs> <laughs> but if i have to make a comment it does look like his lower lip is kind of hanging down a little bit and yeah. my note is did they drug the bear like what's going on <laughs> yeah the the bottom lip does kind of sag like blue from forrest gump you know but about <laughs> <laughs> tucking that lip where you get on a tripwire <laughs> you can have some salmon fries some salmon creole <laughs> some salmon black and salmon <laughs> But uh, but as good old Bart the Bear is listing off salmon dishes, uh, yeah. they decide, well, let's jog away. Da, 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 da. Yeah, they just run. They're like, fuck it. Right. Yeah. And uh, no, they don't have to drug Bart. Like, that's it. The, the whole reason why you hire Bart the Bear. Mm-hmm. He's the bear. Yeah, he's already on drugs yeah. on his own. He's, he's a Hollywood bear. He got hooked on the goofball yeah, he, years ago. He's constantly like a three out of ten. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you He's know, like the, the stress... Vince Neil of bears. Yeah. <laughs> you know how stressful it is to not eat your trainer constantly for like years on end. Oh, I know. Uh, don't yeah. I know it? Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so they're running away from the bear. The bear is, of course, easily keeping pace right? with them because it's a bear. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they reach this waterfall. They're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> fuck, we're cornered, <laughs> fuck." Uh, <laughs> And then they're like, no, grab all these logs and we'll try to swing it over and create a little bridge. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, it could work. And then, But they're yeah. able to. And then, uh, of course, the first guy across, uh, wasn't it Steve? It was like the first. Yeah. yeah. Steve's like, no problem. He's like, bye, Mr. James. And he just fucking <laughs> runs across. See you on the other side, homie. To be fair, he's the youngest one of all the guys. That's true. He's definitely the If I was him, I'm the same move. I'm across. Like, fuck you guys. Like, I'm out of here. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Bob crosses, and uh, Charlie's like, I don't know, able to smell the bear before he starts <laughs> trying to cross. And the <laughs> Bart just starts like slapping at the log a little bit, causing it to shake. He's like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. And uh, yeah, I like the bear's move. Is like, well, if I can't eat this guy, I'm just gonna make him fall. Yeah, <laughs> it's entertainment. Come on, it's not like he. It's not like he gets uh, ESPN out there. <laughs> yeah there's not a lot of like you porn for bears <laughs> he's like uh, googling barely legal yeah <laughs> they're all just naked teenagers <laughs> what? <laughs> uh that's a very specific furry group i'm thinking oh <laughs> but uh yeah so uh so yeah after hitting the log uh, uh charlie loses his bounce and oh shit he lost his bag with all the supplies and the flares and shit it's it's going down the waterfall it's gone forever He's just kind of hanging and hanging and oh shit. Ah, oh, he's snagged. Oh, good. Bob snagged him and Steve helped pull him in and ah, they're safe. And then the the bear runs off and I I was half expecting the bear to like stand up on its hind legs and start crossing the log and then it's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) He just shakes his fist at the air. He's like, curse you humans. I was waiting for the bear just to walk across the stream. Yeah. it's a fucking bear. <laughs> Take like, yeah, for real. The thing weighs like 500 pounds. He could just walk across the street. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Eddie, he's like 2,000 pounds. Yeah, no, that's a massive bear. Yeah. Or yeah. or the bear just like glances to the right and sees like five steps upstream. It's like <laughs> three feet apart so he can just kind of hop over it. And they're like, oh, yeah. God damn it. They turn around, his den is behind Fuck. them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Papa bear is standing behind him. <laughs> Oh, man. The cubs come out. 
<laughs> oh fuck! Back on the menu, boys. Anyway, uh, meats back on the menu. Yeah. So, uh, so they 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 saunter off, um, <laughs> and uh, they uh, have no flare. So it's like, oh shit! How are we gonna start a fire? Oh, that's right. We still got like six matches. That should work. Yeah, we got some matches and we got some cigars. And By then, the way, spoiler alert, I guess, or something, but. They never try and use the cigars as, like, tinder to get the fire yeah, started. No, That'd be, no. like, the first thing I fucking did. Well, yeah, it's dried out sticks and twigs and wrapped up in dried out paper. Yeah, it's it's, it's paper and little leaves. Come on, it's designed to burn. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, but the next morning, they uh, start wandering through the forest again, heading south. But then, wait a minute. What the hell is that? <gasps> That's our fire pit from the other night. Oh, God damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. Ah. And then it's where we find out, oh, maybe my uh, belt buckle was thrown off the compass. and uh... This fucking educated man. And this is his thing that fucked him up is his belt buckle. Like, what are we What are we even doing? Yeah, well, it was all theoretical knowledge. You have to keep that in mind, you know. <clears throat> That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, and, of course, Steve is, uh, what, what the fuck? What are we going to do, <laughs> man? We're, we're going to fucking die out here. Um. Oh, well, go make a spear. We're going to catch a fish. By the way, when he told Steve to go make a spear, I'm like, whoa, Tony. It's because he's the youngest. Yeah, you could give him something to do. It's rough when you tell the African-American, the (laughs) single African-American in this fucking movie, the single minority other than the Native American guy who's like legend, I guess. I don't know. Go make a spear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Don't. So he uh, so he gives him the knife to go make a spear, you know, to keep busy Tell while he tries to, to think firewood. Oh yeah, firewood. Yeah, that that that'd have been a lot more constructive, I think. But yeah, Alec Baldwin, you go make a spear. But uh, yeah, Steve's uh, whittling away, and uh, Bob and Charlie are talking about. All right, what's the plan? I don't know. Give me a second to think. Mm. Oh fuck! Yep, Steve stabbed himself. This fucking. It took guy. like almost a full minute for him to like not just stab himself, so- but like. I don't cut know, an hit, artery? Hit, hit the femoral artery in his yeah. leg or some shit. Yeah, he almost cut his fucking leg up. So I have a nine-year-old, right? <laughs> and we have a palm tree in our backyard, and, and there's a lot of dead, like, palm fronds on it. And my wife's like, maybe we should get the nine-year-old a pocket knife so she could go out and cut the palm fronds off. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? She's probably old enough. She could handle a pocket knife. <laughs> Steve can't. Steve almost severs his fucking leg with an how? Yeah. How did he do that? I want to see that scene. Yeah, we, we were trying like, okay, so did he have like the edge of the spear like in his lap and like the rest of it over his shoulder and down at it? Yeah, or like something? he put the spear like, through his leg. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think he was kind of carving the spear right, and he got distracted and he started jacking his dick off, <laughs> and then in the middle of it, he was still holding on to the knife. That's a total Steve move. I'm not gonna lie. Slipped off of the dick and then cut into his leg because uh, like, i have no idea how that would work oh yeah, it, it's insane. no you know what i'm gonna go with your uh he got confused or he got distracted he was jacking off mm-hmm. and he looked down mm-hmm. and squirrels were eating through his leg oh shit and he, oh, and he was trying shit. to get the squirrel off and like yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah. that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah so it's a combination <laughs> squirrel sense. bite yes, yes. and stab wound and, and then when they ran over and they were like hey what happened he was like already going into shock so he could have been like oh fucking oh, squirrel nuts <laughs> you know <laughs> Busted a nut on a squirrel. Wait. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, they like you know gr- grab a bandana. Luckily, he's wearing and you know tie off the uh, uh, was it tourniquet? Yeah, tourniquet. 
mm-hmm. um, and they like start cutting off his bloody clothes. And uh, Charlie like hands him Bob like Bob, go go bur- bury these bloody clothes. Otherwise, we're gonna have issues. so many problems with this part. Yeah, <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So then they like start a fire, and you know they're trying to keep Steve from, you know, slipping into death's sweet embrace. Right. Um, and at night, uh, you know, it's like, well, how are we going to know what direction we're going? Like, well, you see, that's the constellation Cassiopeia, and it points towards the North Star. So yeah, exactly. if we head the other way, it'll be south. And it's like, well, fuck, that would have been useful yesterday. You know, right? That kind of shit. But, uh... <laughs> Theoretical knowledge. Okay, so they have this conversation, and then it's like... I, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be early dusk. Or like dusk or like early morning because it's like the the sun's kind of coming out. It's it's dusk. It's because then it goes into it's raining and yeah. it's nighttime. Yeah. Okay. Because it was the middle of the night and then it was like okay back to dusk for a scene where like Bob's like yeah. smoking a cigar well, or whatever. It's, it's darker under the trees, Steve. Mm. Okay. Whatever. Let's <laughs> mm. to set the mood. It was romantic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that romantic firelight. I can see that. Uh, but yeah, it starts to rain. And yeah. uh, like, oh, no, the fire fire is starting to go out. It's okay. I'll go uh, find some more firewood or whatever. But then, wait, wait. First off, we had disagreement about the scene. Oh yeah, yeah. So Eddie, the extent of my survival training is raising goats and watching Naked and Afraid. So obviously, I'm an expert. <laughs> but as somebody who's okay. actually taken some survival courses, when it starts to rain, you bring the fire under the shelter, correct? Yeah, absolutely, because the rain is going to put the fire out. At the very minimum, you should get some of the embers of the fire and put them somewhere else. Like, get some of the sticks, because otherwise it's going to go out, and then you have to start the fire again. And that is a bitch. Optimally, you should actually be digging a pit, lining it with stones, and then starting the fire on that. So then at least the stones will retain the heat, and it'll be easier to have dry, hot stones to start a fire on. But whatever. Perfect. Because Steve was saying if you brought the fire inside the house, you'd burn the house down, which... Well, Well, burn the house down, and then you get the smoke in there, and then you die from asphyxiation. But it was open-sided. But yeah, you keep the sides open, and you keep the roof at a 45-degree angle. Okay. So it's just enough to keep the rain off of you and sloughing off of you. But these guys are fucking idiots, because we find out that that the bandages, the blood, (laughs) that that he was clearly told to go bury... What did he do with them? He tied them in the fucking branches. Hung it on a tree. Not just in the branches. He, like, climbed up 20 feet into a tree and tied it up there like like we're playing Capture the Flag. Yeah. What the fuck? Why would you do that? That's more effort than burying it. Ah, yeah. The bear will never get it up there. Bears don't climb trees. Uh, and then everybody's pissed at each other, like, well, I don't know. You go up there and get it. It's fucking raining. <laughs> what are we... Oh my yeah. god. Meanwhile, Steve's uh back at the camp and he's like, "Hey, what are you guys talking about?" Okay. <laughs> Full stop here. The bear comes out and then there's because I went slow motion and went frame by frame for <laughs> yeah. this scene because there's some hilarious dummy oh, work yeah. and there's nothing I love more than dummy. Oh work. yeah. So we we see Steve, there's the bear, right? The bear's here for Steve. He's going to eat Steve. And Steve's backing up. He's like, oh, guys. And then we just, we cut to like 90 degree angle from the side of the bear biting into Steve's leg. And it's very, very clearly shorts or underwear. Like you see a a black man's leg sticking out 
naked that the bear bites into. Cut to the next scene, and there's a fully clothed, like, ragdolling <laughs> fucking dummy that the bear is biting through the pant leg of and whipping it back and forth. Yeah, it, 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 it's like wearing khakis or something, and yeah, the bear's, like, whipping it yeah. around. Well, so Steve was wearing the khakis, and then they had to cut off the one leg to get to the wound, and obviously yeah. they forgot to do that on the dummy, or yeah. I'm guessing yeah. they could only find, like, a Caucasian dummy. Because they just sort of make those dummies in that, like... Can't do do the dummy in blackface anymore. Well, no, the entire dummy union refuses to do blackface. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they've already been downtrodden enough. Making them do blackface is terrible. Just just awful. Yeah, there was just that weird, like, sort of a dead flesh color. (laughs) But but, By the way, Eddie, if you enjoy dummy work, have you seen Silver Dream Razor? No, I have. It is streaming on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend you watch the last okay. Okay. three minutes of it. Uh, we just did an episode on the Grindbid podcast about hey. it. You'll love it. Yes, yes. I'll have to check that out. Starring uh, Bo, oh, Bo Bridges. It, Bo, the, the fourth best Bridges. Well, it's not really starring him. It's co-starring <laughs> him. No, the main guy. Oh, David Essex? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. David Essex. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, say where were we? Oh yeah, Steve is fucked. Uh, yeah, like, Steve's getting eaten by a bear. Yeah. Oh, Steve's dead. Oh, I'm having flashbacks to the Reverend or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Bob and Charlie come running up and they're like, "Oh, Steve, Ooh. no!" <laughs> and they like give like a five Mississippi of like watching it being torn apart, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, we should probably get out of here." Time Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like, ah, I gotta go. This isn't gonna happen. This isn't gonna work. <laughs> he yeah, he seems like screaming dead. for like a good 30, 40 seconds. Or, ah, fuck! A bear's eating my fucking oh, leg! Do ah, anything, to, literally anything. To be fair, Charles does like wave a flaming branch at it, the bear for a minute, but the bear's like, what? The <laughs> bear's like, no, 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 it's okay. I'll have it raw. I don't need it on a, on a spit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not a zombie. That's not how this works. <laughs> Yes, yes, man, make fire. I get it. How are we going to kill this bear? The old way. Let it on. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, so they run off as one would do, uh, of course. And we uh, we cut to the next day where they're uh, they're setting up a little trap. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they they haven't had food for a couple days now. Go eat. That's right. So they snare snare themselves up a square. Oh my god. Snare themselves up a squirrel. That's what I'm trying to say. Delicious. Mm, it's going to be some good eats. But then they hear something. <gasps> no, wait. It's the other one. It's like an MH60 rescue chopper going up over here. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Shit. Helicopter. Chase him. Chase him. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so, and and here's why I have a massive problem. They are within 100 yards of a big, open, wide field. Mm-hmm. The first thing they teach you in wilderness survival is if you're going to, to set up a camp, set up a camp and then never leave from that camp if you anticipate people are coming to rescue you and you're too far out like these guys are, find that big open field, mush shit down like the grass, get rocks, get sticks, get logs, and write SOS so that anybody flying overhead will see it and land there. Like, what the fuck are these idiots doing? Even the New Kids on the Block TV show did that. (laughs) 
when they got trapped <laughs> on the uh, desert island. That's literally what they teach you. That's like Wilderness Survival 101. Like, guys, guys, Charlie didn't get to that chapter yet before he lost the book to ah, Lady of the Lake. That's true. The book did get uh, put down with the heart of the ocean. Yep. Uh, but what's our conversation? Yeah, yeah say so he was he was still learning fun facts like, did you know that you could start a fire with ice? And at this like this is the fire. point where I was like, Alec Baldwin one hundred percent has every right to murder him right now. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I am on Alec Baldwin's side. I think he should go through this, with this plan. Not a jury yeah. in the world would convict him. No. Because not to mention, this is fucking Anthony Hopkins. He's going to eat him. Yeah. He's just waiting for that moment. So Hannibal Lecter was telling me about how to make fire from ice, and I just couldn't oh. stop strangling him. Shit. Which, by the way, is never going to work. Where do these guys have this, like, endless stream of perfectly formed ice blocks? Like, what the fuck is he talking about? No, no, about? You, you crush it in your hands and you form it into a okay. lens to then focus what the ice? sun, uh, you know, to fry ants or whatever. No. So what we have to do, clearly, Bob, is we have to build a freezer and boil water so that we can put it in there clarified. And <laughs> You have no ice, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. Guys, by the way, is this a Hannibal Lecter origin story? I think it is. You know, I mean, billionaire, young wife, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get learns to learns how to cook raw meat on a spit very soon, and this is also where you may find out nothing tastes quite like man flesh. No, once you get a taste for blood, yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, what happens after this? Oh yeah, they uh, go fishing in a nearby river, yeah. uh, using like the gold chain from his pocket watch that he got uh, as like a as you know the the bait the lure. lure. Yeah, lure, that's it. and yeah, just sitting there, you know. Dipping his thing in the lake. <laughs> but then... They like shinies. The bear's just chilling behind <laughs> The bear's just checking him out like... Mind if I come Is that in? that same motherfucker from the other night? Oh shit, it is! Mm. <laughs> hey, are you that billionaire? Starts chasing after him. By the way, like, this bear running is the happiest fucking bear on the planet. Oh, right? Oh, it oh is. he's oh, so yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, So Charlie hops up and just yeets the fuck out of there. Uh, running through the through the forest, and the bears just plowing through trees like <laughs> they're breaking like it's a fucking martial arts movie. And <laughs> when I lived in the Pacific Northwest, I actually used to go bear hunting with some people. And bears are fucking scary. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just so you know. Um, when I was very young, my, my folks, we would go up, uh, cutting firewood up in the woods. And, and one day when I, when I was particularly small, like eight or nine years old, um, my mom, uh, said, uh, I was saying, Hey mommy, mommy, there's a brown cow. <laughs> and she's like, what? And she turns around and it was me. And I was probably 25 feet away from a baby brown bear. And they're like, yeah, you, we need to get the fuck out of here. Cause mommy's around here. So just, and I've been, like I said, bear hunting. And when you see these creatures up close and personal, like you panic, your heart flutters. You're not just like, Hey, I guess I'm going to run dog. Like I got this figured out. It fucks you up. Uh, And and of course the best part of this story uh, you haven't quite gotten to is when your mom then threw your first ax and you hacked away at that little cow. And well, 
<laughs> I mean, that's funny, but but there is actually an origin story for why that's my nickname, and I will be covering. <gasps> we learned the origin story. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, like I've been I've, waiting for the prequel. The, I, I've I've only seen like a bear like in the wild when I was living up in Tahoe, and I was driving yeah. a windy little mountain road with like a sheer cliff on one end to get to work. And uh, kind of notice uh, to the left or whatever, there was a little little black bear just kind of jogging alongside the Jeep, you know, going like 15, 20 miles an hour up this road. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it startles you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're intimidating. Oh, fucking moose, too. Like, oh, moose are much bigger than anyone gives yeah. them credit for. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a big dude. I'm damn near seven feet tall. Yep. Yeah. I ain't shit compared to a moose. Nope. <laughs> We we should have a month of like uh, moose horror movies. Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they. Exist. I, I'm sure there's at least four out there. They're all Canadian. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because they're the only ones who know the true horror. Uh, but yes. back on bears. So in high school, I worked at a zoo, and I actually one of my jobs was to help the zookeepers feed the bears we had. The zoo that I worked at was mm. a uh, sanctuary zoo, and they got all a bunch of the troublemaker bears, the ones that had gotten into too many dumpsters, oh, swam in too many pools. Yeah, black bears. Be... It was like an alternative <laughs> high school for bears. <laughs> like some of them were smoking. They got teen pregnant. Like... <laughs> I don't want to make it a race thing, but they were black bears. They no. were mostly black wow. bears. We because California, of the environment um no no no. but you see those videos of like oh look at this bear he comes and swims in our hot tub every night yeah those bears when you you can't put them out far enough they always find people because they know people are great uh this was also the zoo where um california uh, state parks tests a lot of their their uh bear proof dumpsters and their bear proof lockers for camping so (laughs) like (laughs) the very first time i went to go help them feed the bears they were like oh here come meet fisher he's like he used to be a circus bear he was seized from an illegal circus he's super friendly like you can feed him grapes through the fence and he's super gentle so i'm like hand feeding fisher these little grapes oh look he's so sweet i mean he's seven feet tall but he's so sweet tender they were like, all right, so we put him in his little side pen, and they're like, all right, we're going to test this dumpster with Fisher real quick, so help us load, uh-huh. you know, all these, like, fruits and veggies, and we're going to lock the dumpster, and then we'll step out. So we release uh, Fisher from the holding pen. The sweet bear, who was, like, delicately, gently taking grapes from my hand, goes over, picks up a six-foot dumpster, and chucks it across the pen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're eat beasts. Like, what What do you expect? Oh, yeah, no, it was just, like, such a, like, for oh, him, it was man. all one, tr- one, you know, one train of thought. Yep. For for yep. me, it was like he went from almost a pet to yeah. something that'll just rip car doors off because no problem. Yeah, it's like an elegant caribou, like, sipping from a pond going to, to this beast, this, this, uh... The, the Green Goblin tr- uh, truck in Maximum <laughs> Exactly. Overdrive, like, just plowing through shit. Exactly. Oh, like, so we also had mountain lions, and it's like, the mountain lions are big. Oh, don't fuck with they're, they're big, but they're big cats. Like, they yeah. are definitely predators. I do not want to be in a situation with one, but at the same time, it's like, if you clap too loud, they take off and hide. Yeah. I do yeah. think if I had a choice between you have to be in a pen with a bear and you have to be in the pen with a mountain lion, I think I could scare the mountain lion off for a while. Well, provided you know where the mountain lion is, you're okay. The problem is you never know where the mountain yeah. lion Until is. Until it's too late. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of it being too late. That's right. Too late. Charlie's being chased by a bear through the forest. Ah! Oh, shit. What's he going to do? 
Ah, where's Bob? Bob's there too. Oh shit, run! Charlie and Bobby and chase through the forest. And then, as Smokey will tell you, the best way to save yourself from Smokey is to start a small forest fire. Yeah! Burn the forest down! Yeah, this was ridiculous. So they throw like a perimeter of fire sticks around them. Look, if it worked for Dracula's wives or whatever, it'll work for a bear. This scene just it also reminded me so works. much of uh, Ghosts in the Darkness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when they're just burning. See, it reminded me of Demon Knight. Yeah. You just have to get the blood of Breaker or of Jesus and then create a perimeter. Yeah. By the way, it was raining like six hours ago. They could barely make a fire <laughs> to keep themselves warm. Now they can burn the whole fucking forest down? Yep. Well, because if you look at the sticks, they all have pitch mi- mixed in with it. So there's like, it, it looks like there's tar on them. It's yeah, okay. ridiculous. <laughs> and guys, I agree. Billy Zane needed to be in the Alec Baldwin role. Right. <laughs> no, Billy Zane needed to be the bear that's pursuing them. Oh, shit, time. yeah. He just shapeshifts like an animal. B- Billy Zane oh, wearing so that good. rug from the first oh, scene that Baldwin was in. <laughs> ah, I'm gonna get you. Oh, Billy Zane. Uh, Underutilized as a horror villain. One of my favorite villains. Yep. Anyhow. Yeah, so they so they create this perimeter of fire to keep the bear at bay, because now he's a man-killer, and all he wants is that sweet, sweet man-meat. Mm. But then he's the like, dong is his favorite part. That's right. I know the feeling. The tenderest of biddles. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even have any bones. <laughs> uh, like gushers. All right, so the... <laughs> So, so the, but then Charlie's like, it's like the next morning or something, and he's like, well, the bear's just gonna hang out around here until we starve, so, uh, I got an idea. Let's fucking kill him. Yeah. Not necessarily oh, that he order. Says oh. this, he, he says, he's like, we're gonna kill the bear, because today, I'm gonna kill the motherfucker. And to hear Anthony yeah. Hopkins say motherfucker... Dude, it hits different than someone else saying motherfucker. So good. I say motherfucker a hundred times a day. It doesn't mean anything. I'm like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Anthony Hopkins says it and you get a chill. Okay, so the two two other incidences in movies that gave me that same sensation is when Mm -hmm. uh, Kelsey Grammer says, I'm going to kill this motherfucker in Money Plane. Oh, yeah. But also in the movie Wanted... When Sir Morgan Freeman says, yes. shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Man. See? Yeah. So this is the top like five motherfuckers in cinema. Oh, yeah. we got a new list. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens uh, from here? Well, it's time to kill the bear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's right. So, oh, yeah. And we get like the stories like, oh, yeah. In the African jungle, 11 year olds kill lions with spears and, uh. Even the uh, Inuits up here used to, like, slap bears for fun or some shit. Yeah, an 11-year-old would go slap a bear and be like, fuck you, bear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cow tipping, you know? That. You just, uh, you need to make up your own fun when you don't have Nintendo. So, yeah, Bob and Charlie, they got their little spears, are kind of walking through the forest, and, you know, they hear, like, little, little little crunching branches and stuff. And then, boop, there's the bear. He shows up. Ooh! And they're ready. They got the spears at him, and they're just kind of, you know, keeping on either side and backing up. And the bear's just steps closer because he's like, what the fuck are you going to do to me? That's a stick, homie. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and they lead him right to a trap. <laughs> and uh, 
this is this somebody get bear slapped yeah Bob. oh yeah yeah, Bob yeah, 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 yeah. Bear slapped. oh yeah yeah well yeah that's a little later because uh oh, okay. the, yeah. the the trap is uh one of those uh swinging yeah. balls of like, like like just a bunch of sticks tied together but it looks like a, a fucking mace ball or something yeah <laughs> like a big flying caltrop or something but it misses the bear but it hits it on the rebound, but not as hard as you want it to. You're like, ah, yeah. Man. Yeah, the bear was more like irritated, like ah, right. like 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 he got a burr in his side or something. Like ah, man, that's yeah. mildly irritating. Ah. By the way, more great stub my toe. More great acting from Bart the bear because he's just like, the <laughs> fuck is that flying past my head? Yeah. By the way, Bart the bear, great actor. Oh, he's so good. He really should have gotten off. He's method. Very method. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, so after that that kind of fails, they're like, fuck, run. Uh, so they start running. We've only angered it. Yep. <laughs> now he's really pissed off. <laughs> I don't think our spears will even scare him now. And they go like running through the river and like, you know, knee high water. Just the river. Yeah, because bears never get in the water. Yeah. That's I, I, think, the, that's I feel number, it somehow makes them faster. That's the number two thing you learn in survival is that bears don't like water. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't climb trees, right? Yep. And they don't run uphill or downhill. They yeah. don't like hills. Yeah. Yep. And so the, and you have to invite them into your fire circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah they just try and make a peace offering, offer him a cigar. I'm sure Bart would have accepted. But uh, yeah, so they they get like kind of cornered, and so they're like poking at Bart with the or the bear. Sorry, but uh, they're like poking the bear with the spears, and uh, he eventually just like chomps on one of them, like casts him yeah. aside, and like starts bear slapping them. And he bear slaps Bob, and it's it's wonderful. Oh yeah, bear get uh, Bob gets like fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was almost expecting him to like be pulling his intestines up, kind of thing. Like, oh no, right? I, I was so waiting like for somebody to lose a head. Jurassic Park. Oh, <laughs> I feel like oh. I've seen enough bear movies where one good bear slap makes heads roll. Oh well, if you were a werewolf, definitely you've been like one of them silver bullet things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Charlie steps in and saves him, or you know, at least distracts him. Like, hey, bear, over here! And of course, bear's like, eh, I'll get you later. You're halfway there. Um, and then, uh, so Charlie's cornered, and the bear lunges at him, <gasps> but he's got the spear up, and sploop! Spear goes right through the bear. Yeah. I mean, oh, I am sad for Bart, but yeah. <laughs> well, Bart didn't really die. I know. That. Just. <laughs> Bart's fine. He'll be alright. <laughs> Guys, I hate to tell you this. I was that's gonna stunt- save it for fun facts, but Bart's dead now. Yeah, see so that that that's stunt bear R. though. R. He's fucked. Bart. <laughs> Good old Brody stunt bear. But uh So so then the the scene that we come to, this is hilarious to me. Bob gets up and he's all fucked up, you know, Baldwin. Uh Bobby Baldwin. <laughs> is stumbles over to, to Anthony Hopkins and he's like, Hey, are, are you all right? There's like a fucking bear on you. And they're like cuddling. He's like laying back with the bear. The bear's got the, the arm over Anthony Hopkins. They look like so snuggled down. They look so comfy. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't quite tell if like we were supposed to be fooled that Anthony Hopkins was dead from like the bear yeah. laying on him. But it's like, uh, okay. So he's sitting there for like five seconds, eyes wide open and then he like starts right. looking around like, oh, hey, sorry, I, uh, whew, I just nutted so hard. I don't know. Yeah, I was, Did you say, feel that? Dick is so hard <laughs> at this point. I just, I don't know if you know this. I just penetrated a bear. <laughs> like I don't want to stand up right now because it might be embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, give me, yeah, give, give me, give me like two minutes, and uh, you can use that scarf. Uh, yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, so he's fine. So it's like, well, now we have a bear carcass, so uh, we eat tonight. We have some barbecue. <laughs> Woo! Speaking of rotisserie, this looks good. Now, have you ever eaten bear? Bear is wonderful. I think it's like think... bear jerky, but yeah, when it's jerkified, you can't really tell. fatty, so it's actually better to do like in a stew or my personal favorite, which is bear summer sauce. Ooh. Oh, shit, It's yeah. incredible. That sounds very good. But they're not doing that. They're just roasting it over the spit, and they're making their new uh, fall fashion line. Yeah. Oh, God. When they're, like, trying on their new outfits the next morning, I'm like, wow, that's a (laughs) – I I guess you don't need Nanook anymore for that photo shoot. (laughs) Oh, and Bob has a great line here where where he he tells Charles, he's like, yeah, people change a lot, don't they? Because a month ago when that bear reared up, you probably would have called a lawyer on him. Yeah, <laughs> and Charles Anthony Hopkins character is like, no, I wouldn't. I'd never do that to an animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lawyer jokes. Oh, fuck lawyers. <laughs> lawyer jokes and souffle jokes. Is there never not an appropriate time? No. no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. So at this point, uh, I'm checking the time because I'm like, wow, this seems like a really short movie. Oh, there's 30 minutes left. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we killed the bear. That was the antagonist. But wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, then the two gentlemen they uh, they stumble upon like an old lookout post or something, or and I'm so worried that Gary Busey lives in here. Right? <laughs> I'm so fucking paranoid about that. <laughs> oh my god, Gary Busey from Black Sheep? Is that what you were thinking? Black Sheep or from Surviving the Game? Like any oh, Gary yeah. Busey could be living here right now, and I'm worried for them. He'd be starting a small brush fire in your mama's panties this very moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah they find it apparently it's been abandoned for uh they say a while i assume that means a couple years uh but there's a yeah. there's a canoe there's rifles there's whiskey there's ammo anything a, a survivor needs it's very yellow whiskey it actually looks like like corn huskers solution the stuff that they put on when they're um like like farmers use lanolin oil. It, it looks like really gross. Yeah, oh, man, they're still be. down in it. I was thinking it was uh, definitely some sort of like moonshine or bootleg. So they're testing out the canoe, make sure it floats, and like, oh yeah, we just flow right down this river. It takes civilization somewhere, right? Yeah, totally. And then it happens. Bob turns heel. Bob does a uh, crazy heel turn because Charles is digging around and finds the warranty on his pocket watch. Yep. And he's like, you know what? This pocket watch of mine is fucked. Maybe I should replace it when we get home. Like, I already pried the, the hour hand off of it. I busted the clasp <laughs> off of it. So I'm going to check the warranty because it'd be a shame to lose this. And wait a minute. There's something else here with the warranty. Hmm. It's a receipt. Oh. That's gauche. You never include the receipt with the warranty because then, you know, people know what you spent. And either way, it's negative. But there's an extra line item on this warranty. And you remember that watch that Bob didn't want to show him? Well, it's because Charles' wife bought him that watch. And there's something special engraved on the back of it. Thanks for all the nights. Dun, dun, dun. So they've been fucking, is what that means. Yeah. Oh, wait. I mean, oh. Boom. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
So, uh, so so Charlie knows what's going on. Okay. So it turns out it's actually just a typo. Um, they just have been, have been playing a lot of chess, and she's been winning. Thanks for all your nights mm. and pawns. Oh, oh yeah. or thanks for all the lights, because you know you got to put all those lights oh, up for the photo yeah. shoots. Yep, yep. Or maybe she's a retro game collector, and she couldn't find the game Nights into Dreams on Sega Saturn, <gasps> yeah. or the Christmas spinoff of it of the Christmas Nights. So it was Thanks for All the Nights. Yeah, and it wouldn't even be retro when this movie was made. That would have been a current game. Yeah, it would have been contemporary. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, shit, guys. This whole movie is based on just a typo. Right. Too bad. By the way, I, so 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 yeah. So Bob comes in. <laughs> He starts like loading the rifle and all that stuff. Yeah. I was honestly waiting for him to be like, "What? No, I'm not fucking your wife." I just all of a sudden had the thought, like, you, you know, when you mentioned that if uh, you know you died and she got all the money and then I fucked her, like, uh, that's that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. That's a good sale. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was totally waiting for like. Uh, your wife probably bought this for my girlfriend. Did you not know I have a girlfriend? Yeah, or I'm waiting for the other thing, which is while they're walking through the past to get here, Anthony Hopkins' character is like, I'm a changed man. I'm going to change my life. He could very easily have turned to Alec Baldwin's character and been like, look, pretend I died in the fucking crash. Go back to humanity. I'll just live in this cabin. I already killed the fucking bear. It's cool as hell. I got whiskey. I don't don't need you fuckers. Clearly, I can live here. I'm doing better than you are. Guys, another alternative. Bob says, uh, yeah, me and, uh, Steve, I mean, we're, we're, we're a thing. Like, like, you know, we're photographers. (laughs) There's no such thing as a straight photographer. (laughs) I mean, really, he's more my lighting grip. (laughs) Sorry, gentlemen, I have to pee. Just a second. Sorry. We could also have one of those. Did you ever watch Swiss Army? Yeah. We could have that with Steve, though. That would have been so much more Oh, my God. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) Use him as a weapon against the bear. (laughs) Yeah. Quick, shove your pocket knife up his asshole. We're going to make him fart it out like a bullet. Now kick him in the nuts. (laughs) Wolfman doesn't have nards. Stiff as a board, lies a feather. Start using him like a fucking sword against the bear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) i still don't understand why it's called the edge though like what the because it's the edge of reason or humanity they've been pushed to the edge it's the edge of tomorrow turns out every time they die they come back they were pushed to the edge of the world and then looked over i don't know thank you for your patience sorry gentlemen yeah oh yeah so yeah bob uh comes in and he's he's like loading the rifle and uh Troy's asking him like uh yeah mind if I uh mind if I see that watch of yours buddy <sighs> I told you it's not working yeah just uh you know wanna check it out and then uh no yeah the, the, no. basically the jig is up Bob <sighs> knows it brand new watch never even really got to use it you know uh your wife she's a uh... She's a really thoughtful person, and uh, she's just too good for you. You know, she only likes you because of your money. Yeah, that's the point. That's <laughs> why you go out and get all the money. Yeah. She's a trophy wife. <laughs> I have, like, three on the side, too. I'm a billionaire, man. Yeah. Right? This really could have been settled with a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, right? It really yeah. <laughs> And instead, uh, Bob's like, all right, let's go outside. Clack, clack. 
and uh, so lead him outside this old post, whatever. And uh, Charlie's like, look, you, you don't have to do this, Bob. You can just head back and I'll, like, hang out here or something. I don't know. We can figure this out. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. No loose ends or, I don't know, some shit. Well, no. So what it is is he has to kill Charlie so that then him and the wife can live happily ever after. But also they get all the money because obviously right. she signed a prenup. Right. Yeah, they need to abscond with his well. Yeah. But instead, uh, Charlie ends up leading Bob Bob right into the deadfall. Oh, he even tries to sort of warn him. He's like, Bob, Bob, you need to look. I'm not falling for that shit. No, seriously. I'm not going to fall for that. (laughs) (laughs) He falls down into the the deadfall. And he's down there with the brood witch and uh, all the skeletons. And he gets stabbed through the thigh. And that looked like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like at the bottom. Oh fuck! Oh god damn it, Charlie! He says, "I think I broke my leg," and there's a <laughs> right, spear right. poking through his leg. It's like I don't know if you broke your leg, but that ain't. I good. mean, you broke your shit for sure. <laughs> yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. And then Anthony Hopkins picks up the rifle. Yeah. Slowly walks he down there. Himself down there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's going to end this the only way he knows how. By he's helping Bob him. with his wound. <laughs> oh, he's a good guy. Yep, uh, takes off his belt or whatever. wealthy white men are, are good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, when in their core, I mean, they're just good people that just got lucky. Yep. Sometimes yep. Uh, good or things happen to it. good people. Oh, guys, you know what? I just realized. I know, uh, I know how Anthony Hopkins made his money. Huh. He wrote this mm. uh, series of books about a boy wizard. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Makes down sense. on his luck, wrote a book Larry, books. you're a wizard, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, helps out Bob, ties off his uh, wound with the belt, uh, takes him up to the cabin, or the post, or whatever the hell it is, uh, and Bob passes the fuck out. I'm like, all right, yeah. cool, well, that's easy. Uh, yep, the and end. then... Uh, Killed him. <laughs> yeah, roll credits, everybody. No. Well, Bob's also very drunk during this whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah. been drinking that cat piss moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Right, good whiskey. Ugh. But yeah, Charlie starts reading a book about, I don't know, I assume how to survive bear attacks or deadfall attacks or something. Uh, it's in the, it was in the, the safety kit that was mounted on the wall. Yeah, I think it's like a first aid. Oh, okay. Cool. But like, he doesn't really do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah, it just, you know, passes the time until, uh, you know, the next morning when it's like, all right, canoe's out, ready to go. Let's uh, wrap you up and throw you in there, Bobby buddy. By the way, dumb idea. You have shelter. You have a fire going. So somebody's going to see the smoke and they're going to know that that cabin's yeah. not supposed to be occupied. Because that cabin, even if it's not well used now, it's on some map. You have a map with the cabin on it. You... All you have to do is, first of all, you don't like Bob. Just leave him up there. Like, take a shit next to his head and be like, all right, you lay there and you smell that for the next 24 hours. I'm going to use the canoe to go find civilization and send someone up here for you. Don't worry. They'll be right here. Yep. What the fuck are you doing, Hold on, the cat's losing her mind. It's okay. Are you okay? Kitty, 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 kitty. Psst. (laughs) Stop trying to... Stop trying to scare and annoy our kids. I, so what it is, is I think she's coming over to play with the blanket. 
And she's done it every time you sort of like shifted your ankle, I think. For some reason, your shoe is freaking her out. Mm, whatever. <laughs> she, she's so been kind she's of, high. Okay. She's been yeah. sort of on edge all day. She was like, when I was fixing the blankets, the, uh, the big thing of thread that I had, it sort of flopped over. And like, you would have thought that I like threw a snake at her. All right. Sorry. That's our Poe. <laughs> Sorry, cat just do. No problem. I'm sure you can hear her little. <laughs> uh, God, I've got four cats. They demand attention. Ugh. I understand. Yeah. See, Steve, we only have three. Yep, three too many. So Bob, uh, <laughs> Bob's uh, all wrapped up and on the canoe yep. with nowhere to go. Yep, uh, and he starts uh, apologizing to Charlie, like, "Ah, I'm sorry, man. I, uh, I totally shouldn't have done that. Oh, by the way, your 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 wife totally wasn't in on it. I, I." Yeah. This was just my. That plan. was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. We, we we were just fucking man. Like she was she wasn't trying to kill you or anything. It's not because she didn't like you. It's just that she liked Dick. Yeah. So that makes it better. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Well, it, I mean, look at what I was like three days ago. But, uh, doesn't he say yeah. at some point like, "How long can you ignore your wife before you she just she before you expect her to not to just wander off or something?" Yeah. Like like yeah like she's a stray dog or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hungry dog go eat. So then, uh, then they hear a noise. It's the bear! The bear is flying in a helicopter. It's the bear and he's got a helicopter! Mama bear's come for revenge! No. Uh, yeah, so it's a helicopter. And they're like, oh shit, we gotta pull over here and, uh, you know, throw, or no, sorry, they already pulled over and they like throw some, uh, moss and shit on the fire so it's nice black smoke. Yeah, yeah, he's throwing pine needles on there so it makes a big plume of smoke. Which is a good idea. And then the helicopter turns. Oh shit, (laughs) we're saved! Bob, we made it! Bob, buddy! Come on, Bob, let's go, Bob. Uh Uh He's a corpsicle. By the way, so the position that Bob is now in, what was he trying to fucking do before he died? Was that just like his last fart blew him yeah, over? I think that was it. He vacated so. his bowels so violently, it just kind of <laughs> shipped him over. Watched him. He got like three feet off the air. It didn't work out for poor Bob. Yeah, poor Bob didn't make it. So, uh, so yeah, they fly home with the Scorps. Um, <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, you want to take it away? Well, yeah, they fly home with it, and, and uh, they're they're talking to him. They're like, "Hey, man, are you cool?" And then he's like, "Yes, of course I'm cool because uh, I'm the rabbit that smokes the pipe, and I'm smarter than the wolf." And he's like, "Ah, okay, that makes sense because you're a rich, uh, smart guy." So then then he walks up to his wife, and his wife's like, "Oh, I'm so glad you're back, sweetheart." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm back." And he he uh, grabs her her hands, and he puts something in her hands. <gasps> And she looks, and uh-oh, it's the watch. <gasps> Bob's watch. And now she knows he knows. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. I do have to say, the uh, the last couple of lines in this, uh, Charlie is a classy motherfucker, because mm-hmm. the press is like, oh my god, what happened to all your friends? Why is there a dead body? What's going on? Ah! Oh, and uh, he just goes, how did they die? And I was expecting, like, they got eaten by fucking bears! <laughs> fucking bear eat their skulls first! Nope, it was... Like a couple of bitch asses. That's how they died. They, yeah. oh, they <laughs> went died, out like punk bitches. They died trying to save me. Yep, saving my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, fade to black. A special thank you to Bart the Bear. Yeah! Yep, yep. Rest in peace, Bart yep. the Bear. Aww. Roll credits. Ladies and gentlemen, The Edge. Living on the Edge! Uh, Eddie, would you recommend this movie? 
Absolutely, it's a wonderful movie. Uh, there, there's some scenes of it, and there's some of the effects that don't necessarily hold up so well. Uh, there's a weird scene in there where Bob's yelling about how maybe Charles doesn't like the banks or the, and then says an ethnic slur, which yeah. is very weird. Uh, but you can get past that, and uh, honestly, like it's kind of long, but it's beautiful. Like it's very well shot. Oh yeah, and. I mean, again, you've got Bob the Bear. Like, come on. Yeah, well, and then like the like the the ethnic slur from uh, from Baldwin, that does also sort of fit that character. Like, he's not a super likable dude. So, right, right. It's coming from a bad person, so context is very important. Yeah, it's so, like like you're not supposed to be agreeing with him. Especially, like, I mean, at that right. point, you're starting to get real suspicious of him and all of that, anyway. Yeah. So, so. Just an anecdote on that. I have a daughter, and she's nine years old, and and, uh, we like telling jokes. So I told her the damn ham joke. If you've never heard it, it's a guy goes to the butcher. He says, I want some meat. The butcher says, I have damn ham. He says, well, you shouldn't say damn. The butcher says, well, that's the brand of ham. It's called damn. So he takes it home. He cooks it, and his wife says, that smells delicious. What is it? He says, well, that's damn ham. The wife says, that's a bad word. Don't say damn. So uh, he says, no, it's the brand. Look, shows the label. They're having dinner. The uh, wife says, uh, hey, can you pass the damn ham? And the son says, sure, can you pass me the fucking potato? (laughs) So my nine-year-old daughter loves this joke. It it killed her. It crushed. And she's like, you got to tell mama that joke. So we're in the car driving someplace, and I'm telling her the joke. And I get to the fucking potato. And my my daughter's like losing her mind laughing because she's in the anticipation of the punchline. And my nine-year-old chastises all of us if we cuss because we're not supposed to do that, even though we do cuss. And I've told her it's okay to do it in our house. Just don't do it around other people. They may get offended. So I I say the punchline, and my wife laughs a little. She's like, yeah, I've heard this joke a million times. It's as old as the hills. And my nine-year-old says, get it, Mama. It's because it's damn ham. And I'm like, nine-year-old, you just said a cuss word. And she goes, no. Because that's the name of the company. So she gets the context. Yep. The context is what is important. So, yeah, the, Baldwin saying it, it sucks, but he's a shitty character. <laughs> he's supposed to suck. Like, uh Yeah, I don't know. I, I personally, yeah, it is like it. It's a shitty line, but it's from a shitty character. So it fits in yes. context. Oh, the uh, the go make a spear was more uncomfortable <laughs> for me, and I <laughs> was a little rough. And and again, it's sort of like when you think about it, it's like okay, well, he's the youngest one of the group, so right, yeah. But but yeah, it's also like busy, unfortunate. You could have just told him to go gather wood, but then he wouldn't have almost cut his leg off. But I mean, yeah, so yeah. I would recommend it. What about you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love this yeah. movie. It, 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 I, I hadn't seen it since it first came out, and having seen it again, it's like, yeah, that's a, that, that, that's a good little flick. And overall, this movie really holds up well. Like, the, the effects are good. The oh, yes. storyline is good. Aside from the dummy work, but yeah. Oh, come on. Dummies are great. No, I love dummy work. Yeah, it is dark I, and I rainy, so it's hard effects. to... Silver Dream Racer. Check it out. For the last three minutes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, on that note, uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more beer, Ooh. fun facts, <gasps> okay. and what we learn from The Edge. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't. Cussing the promo, PJ. Ah, we gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah, ah, ah. That good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, PJ. Ah, I'm sorry, but this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone.
Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hi, this is Johnny Jim McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. <gasps> oh my god, guys, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she's in it. They added a lot to the show. Ah, right? <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. I'm a little parched. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but uh Oh yeah? Let's see if I got something here to yeah. warm us up after being here in the Alaskan wilderness. <gasps> uh from Vernal Brewing Company, we have the Winter Warmer Spice Dale. Woo! Ooh. Uh, I seem to remember this one being like seven or eight percent. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, one moment while I pop my top. Oh, it's my top. top. Oh, foamy, nice, mm, effervescent. <laughs> and the poor. Oh, that's a beautiful Ooh. dark beer. Light barely passes through that. Yeah. Oh, it's got a bit a dark brown uh, head on it. Oh, nice roasty notes. That just smells like coffee and bourbon, which I am not opposed to, guys. I will drink oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coffee, bourbon, like a little, like, like almost like ginger notes and stuff on it, too. Like, or... On, like the, a, on, the, on the taste? Like, yeah, on, the, on the taste, yeah. Like yeah, some, sorry. something a little, like, fresh and spicy? Mm-hmm. Could be the alcohol mixing with it well, too. But yeah, goddamn, this is, uh... Yeah, definitely has a little bit of alcohol burn, but yeah, I get it. Yeah, the... There's definitely some spices in there. Yeah. Delicious. Like Eddie, are you uh, drinking something different on your end? So I'm, yeah, I'm rocking a Pacifico Baena right Ooh. now, which is, again, I'm on the Mexican beer kick because it's, uh, we're SoCal, it's a little warm down here right now, and there's nothing better than a kind of light lager with a little twist of lime. It's, man, it hits the spot. Delicious. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. They are. They're bear facts. Yeah. <laughs> are they berry fun? Very fun. Very fun <laughs> facts. All right, guys. Rotten Tomatoes. Eddie, <coughs> what do you think the critics thought of The Edge? Uh, well, I hate critics. Um, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we are critics, guys, I would just say... so you know. Just throw that out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean... Never, never rely on a critic's opinion because they'll tell you that Crank's not a good movie and it's in my top. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Crank's fucking amazing. I would, it's incredible. I would say they probably rank this. I'm, I'm going to give them, I'll say benefit of the doubt, they gave it like a 60%. Babe. Like best case scenario. Uh, realistically, maybe a four. So like barely fresh kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, barely. <laughs> How about you, Ben? I th- I th- uh, I think Eddie's onto something here. Um, the critics like Anthony Hopkins. Of they course. they mm-hmm. they really do, as they should. And I think at this time, yes. uh, the critics might still like uh, the Baldwin's. They haven't pissed enough of Hollywood off yet. Um, although I might be wrong. Steve's laughing at me. No, ninety-seven. You know, not too bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like right now, nobody likes any of the Baldwin's as far as critics go. I mean, the people love them, yeah. but yeah, the critics don't. Unless it's like an SNL sketch. Uh, I'm going to say 73. 
64% with the critics. Oh, shit. 70% with the audience. So pretty close. Hey, we split yeah. the difference. Woo! Well done. All right. All right. Uh, $30 million budget. Uh, worldwide gross of $43 million, So no The Edge 2, The Search for Curly's Gold. <laughs> uh, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, and Michael Caine turned down the role of Charles Morse. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and you may man. be wondering who's considered for the role of Robert Green or, or sorry, Bob, Bob, Bob Green. Bob. Good old Bobby. Uh, f- apparently, the first choices were Ray Liotta, Richard Gere. I could see that, and John Travolta. No. Oh, uh, I could. John see, Travolta I could see versus Travolta. Michael Caine, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that could have been a movie. Oh man. <laughs> uh, uh, Bookworm was considered as a title for this movie. Because of, I guess, the Charlie character. Uh, Other titles considered were, it's quite the list, but it's Wild, Wilder, The Wild, Into the Wild, Wilderness Now, Dead Hunt, Deadfall, Edge, On the Edge, Bloody Betrayal, and The Bear Roared. Yeah! (laughs) I like The Bear Roared. They should have won The Bear Roared starring John Travolta and Mike O'Kane. I'm in. I want to see that movie. I'm down. It's not too late. Everybody's still alive. We can make this oh, that's happen. Right. Yes, it's true. Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, though, did have a brush with death during filming in Alberta. <gasps> he was taking painkillers for a neck problem. Apparently, he had a uh, slip disc. Uh, he fell in a river and didn't feel how cold he was becoming until he began to suffer from hypothermia. Oh shit! Uh, so he was rushed to the hospital to be treated. Method. Yeah. <laughs> Very method. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, this with the painkillers and all. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, this movie also inspired a highly successful television reality show of the same name in Brazil, where participants were selected from uh, normal people, including executives, graduates, and clerks, left in the wild and deserted area of the Brazilian landscape, and had to survive using techniques similar to the ones mentioned by Charlie Morse. So it was like pre-survivor. Right? It's a uh, it's naked wow. and afraid Brazilian edition. Yeah, well, I'd watch the fuck out of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of waxing going yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> Harry gets in the way. Uh, <laughs> so uh, throughout the course of the movie, Alec Baldwin says the word ch- uh, says the word Charles, which was the first name of uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins' character, at least eighty-seven times. Charles, Charles, Charles. It's not quite Charles, Carol Ann from Charles, Poltergeist 3, Charles, but... Charles, 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 Charles. <laughs> it's up there. Yeah. And also, the star of the movie, <gasps> Bart the Bear. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Any guesses on what uh, on his amount of screen time in this movie? Oh, it's got to be like just like six mm. minutes. It's not very much. Yeah, I was going to say seven, <laughs> eight minutes tops. Four minutes and 37 seconds. Oh, Bart. Wow, you nailed yeah. it. <laughs> and I'm guessing half of that was when his corpse was laying on Anthony Hopkins during that one scene. <laughs> when they were spooning, yeah. All right, well, Eddie, Izzy, what did we learn from The Edge? Uh, Eddie's our guest. Would you like to go first? Yeah, absolutely. So what I learned from The Edge is that once a bear has a taste for human flesh, he can't get over it. So... I guess uh, similar to Dawn of the Dead with the zombies that were chasing us and killing us, what we should probably have done is just severed a couple of limbs and thrown them down to distract the bear and run away. I mean, maybe we could have just sacrificed our friend 
Steve, who already died. Wait, wait, what? No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't and uh, 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 made a, a discreet retreat, but we, we didn't do that. Instead, we went on this wild goose chase. I also learned maybe it would have been better if, if uh, Charles had just stayed in the woods. Yeah, or they all just stayed in the fucking cabin instead of going looking right? for the nuke of the north. It's yeah. 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 Babe, how about you? Uh, I learned. Did you know that you can make fire from ice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I learned what one man can do, another can do. And today, I'm going to kill the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also learned you can use the inside of a ba- banana peel to shine a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I learned that Anthony Hopkins really can do no wrong. That's, That's very true. Yeah. I, know, yeah. Tri- I learned Alec Baldwin can. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? No. I'm trying to think of like the worst Anthony Hopkins movie, and I'm like, I mean, Streamline was confusing or whatever. But the- Heart of Atlantis was rough. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Oof. Stay tuned. <laughs> Coming next week. No. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> well... Eddie, tell us the origin of the axe story. You 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 teased it earlier. Now let's let's. No, hear I, th- it. I think you were saying it's going to be an episode yeah. of this podcast. No, absolutely. I will tell the origin of uh, my nickname, the axe, and all you have to do to get that is go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits <gasps> and subscribe because it's going to be our first bonus episode. Uh, currently, we are running a regular once-a-week podcast where we talk about everything horror with everyone you've grown accustomed to listen to. We've got some added bonuses, such as uh, uh, 69.420 The Axe, our internet radio station, and The Blood Bank, which is a streaming service where you can go on and Check out all sorts of crazy, horrible horror movies from the 70s and the 80s. It's just like the movie rack at your uh, local video store that you fondly remember. <laughs> also, every Saturday night, Lee, we have a, uh, a live stream of a horror movie where you can hang out in a chat room with me and other friends and whatever and talk about bad movies. And I think that's about it. That's my, my promotion. You son of a bitch, folks. I'm in. <laughs> and, and i'm sorry where was that again patreon.com slash bloody patreon.com slash bloody bits and uh you can always check out the podcast it will always be free because i don't think it's worth well it is worth something but we have uh shitty times going on right now and i want to be able to help entertain people yeah that podcast is worth its weight in gold well yeah yeah because it literally weighs nothing <laughs> and you can make infinite copies of it for Woo! free so you are absolutely correct but as uh, Anthony Hopkins said, everyone in the world desires gold, sir, and your podcast is gold. So what about you guys? What do you, what do you got to, to talk about? Babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at mm-hmm. housekeeping. Uh, let's see. We're in October. So this is the first one, correct? Yes. So we're still running our... Uh, oh, my God. We're still running our Kickstarter. Yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. my Snackosaurus dinosaurs. I'm turning them into enamel pins. But I need your help. So jump on to uh, Kickstarter. You can find all the links all over our every 
everything on from movies, all over everything on my Untidy Venus. You can't miss it. You've probably blocked me <laughs> yeah. already. But yeah, donate a couple of bucks. Get some cool enamel pins. They're they're so cute, guys. We got like the Baranta Taco. We've got a Tricera Burger, the Anglio Pizza, Dilapa Donuts. And yeah, I, I purchased the enameled one with the beer and it's lovely. It's my wife does enamel work. Uh, just in her spare time, and and she's impressed by it. I'm an idiot. I don't know how to do art. She's impressed by it, though. So that's Yay! something. Yeah, so I'm doing a Kickstarter for the rest of uh, Rar the Dinosaur's friends. They're literally dinosaurs made out of snack foods. They're phenomenal. Yeah. Love hey, it. Steve, how about you? Oh, well, of course, you can find us on uh, all your favorite podcatchers at Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we say we're just starting off October. Uh, also, in a couple weeks, we'll have our uh, our own little art. Yeah, uh, live art show. Yeah, we've got live art shows we do on Facebook Live. But this one will be like a two-day event where we're getting a bunch of our art buddies together um, and just going through the art method, showing off some of their work. Uh, it's going to be a nice little interactive cool. conference uh, where, yeah, it's going to be people from all over the world. So come check it out. Super uh, fun. The weekend of uh, October 24th and 25th, I want to yeah. say. Whatever that Saturday and Sunday is. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Check out our sponsor, uh, Darn Good Yarn. Uh, the links yeah. are all our eilfm.podbean.com. Got some great discounts on some great uh excuse me great skirts yeah darn good yarn is a fabulous company that is helping women in india bangladesh and nepal uh just try and get out of really bad situations um they're fair trade they use recycled remnant material to make skirts and yarn and all kinds of other fun cool things i wear the skirts a couple of times a week they're made of real silk they're fabulous and beautiful and yeah support them everything there is fabulous darn good yarn and click through the link when you make your purchase. That's on our uh, eilfm.podbean.com, and you'll throw a few bu- few bucks towards our podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy, and I'm the Axe, and this is everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Good night. Good night.